The sermon preached at St. John's Evangelical Lutheran Church of Hancock, Minnesota, on November 9, 2014, based on 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. Please stand. Grace and peace to you from God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The word from God, through which the Holy Spirit prepares our hearts to meet our Savior, Jesus Christ, is the second lesson, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. Now, brothers and sisters, about times and dates we do not need to write to you, for you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. Well, people are saying, peace and safety. Destruction will come on them suddenly as labor pains on a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness so that this day should surprise you like a thief. You are all children of the light and children of the day. We do not belong to the night or to the darkness. So then let us not be like others who are asleep, but let us be awake and sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, putting on faith and love as a breastplate and the hope of salvation as a helmet, For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. He died for us. So that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. This is the word of our Lord. Please be seated. Dear friends in Christ, fellow saints, wash clean in the blood of our risen Savior. Have you adjusted to the time change? Turning our clocks back an hour brings on the night an hour earlier. And for the next month and a half, the darkness keeps creeping forward. You and I, dear friends, we once belonged to the darkness. In John chapter 3, Jesus says, Light has come into the world, but people love darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Now, a part of me and a part of you objects to that word, evil. That part of us says, well, maybe some people out there are evil, but, but I'm really not that bad, am I? And yet... Listen to what the scriptures clearly say. The Lord saw how great the wickedness of the human race had become on the earth and that every inclination of the thoughts of the human heart was only evil all the time. We don't realize how bad our own stink is. Conceived and born in sin, we belonged to the darkness. Now, dear Christian, now you are a child of the light. The Apostle Paul writes to the church in Ephesus, You were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. 
For Jesus has brought us from the darkness into the light. He is the light that came into the world, the light that shone into the darkness, that rose over us who were living in the land of the shadow of death. In baptism, he gave you rebirth into his father's family. You were reborn as a child of God. You were brought over from the darkness into the light. You were washed clean from sin's stink. You are, through faith in Jesus Christ, a child of the light. And how that prepares us for judgment day and how that changes our lives until then. Dear Christian, you are now a child of light. That's the theme for us here today. In Christ, stand ready for judgment day. That's part one. And part two, in Christ, stand alert every day, armored with faith, love, and hope. For you, dear Christian, are now a child of the light. Are you ready? Are you ready for judgment day? Just like the Christians in Thessalonica, you know that day will come unexpectedly like a thief in the night. Jesus himself used that illustration. The people of the world are only focused on the peace and safety for the life here and now. If we get the right people elected, if we contain Ebola, if we stop the Islamic State, if we lower greenhouse gases, if we reform the tax code, then we'll have more peace and prosperity, they say. But that's spiritually asleep. They don't realize that this world will end not by human a mistake, but by divine intervention. And God will call all to account on Judgment Day. Sudden destruction will come on them like the sudden onset of labor pains. And just as a pregnant woman cannot run away from those pains, no one will escape Judgment Day. Are you ready? Do you have the judge's approval? For you see, in this court, it's only the judge's opinion that matters. For he is completely impartial and absolutely holy and just. And he knows every dark and dirty corner of our heart. Nothing is hidden from him. All is laid bare and exposed in shame and disgrace. And so it's obvious that in this courtroom we cannot plead our own record. For nothing we do measures up to his standard of perfection. All falls short of his approval. Nothing from us can withstand his scrutiny as he exposes every failure every selfish inclination, every dark attitude and ambition. Our own record does not make us ready for judgment day. So what will your defense be in that courtroom? Will you argue, but I am God's special creation. 
He made me and formed me within my mother's room, and God doesn't make mistakes. He doesn't make junk. So he accepts me for who I am since he made me. Now, that sounds logical. And it does speak some Bible truth there, doesn't it? The Bible clearly teaches, and it is the absolute truth, that each and every person is God's special creation knit together in our mother's womb. And it is the Bible truth, absolutely true, that God does not make mistakes. He is the holy God. And yet, there is another Bible truth that that logical thinking ignores, in fact, tramples over. And even though we, in our logical minds, cannot reason how this other truth fits in, yet God makes it very clear in the scriptures that we cannot ignore this truth. And what is this truth we need to take to heart? From the very moment, from the very instant, God created you and me. Sin also fully corrupted us. From the very beginning, we were guilty. And appealing to God's creative work in us does not get rid of that guilt. We were guilty. We were fully corrupted by sin. And so we began life, even though we were God's special creation, we began life outside of his family. We began life as his enemy, not as his child. For we did not have his image. Ever since Adam and Eve fell into sin, our first parents, God's image was lost. Flesh gives birth to flesh, Jesus told Nicodemus. Sinners give birth to sinners, and no one can enter the kingdom of God by virtue of their first birth from their mothers, by virtue of them being God's creation. We cannot stand before the judge appealing to his creative work within us. For we, from the very beginning of our lives, were sinners, not his children. So what will our defense be as we stand before the righteous judge? Well, dear friends, take to heart what Paul says here, what he writes to brothers, his brothers and sisters in Christ. Take to heart that God has done another creative work in you and me that he has brought us who were slaves of the darkness into his light. Believe that work that God has worked in you through the gospel in baptism and in his word. This is what Paul, how Paul describes that work as he writes to his brothers and sisters in Christ. You are all children of the light and children of the day. We do not belong to the night or to the darkness. God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. He died for us so that we may live together with him and take careful note of those words, through our Lord Jesus Christ. He's the one that makes all the difference here. 
through our Lord Jesus Christ. Apart from Christ, simply as God's creative work, we are lost. But in Christ, God recreated you and me. Through the water and word of baptism, he gave us a second birth, a rebirth. Not from our mothers, but rebirth into his family through baptism by the Spirit's power working through the water and the word. He gave us rebirth into his family for he created a new self inside of you and me. A new self that is recreated in his image so that you are now children of the Heavenly Father. You are his son. You are his daughter through faith in Jesus Christ. For in Christ we are a new creation. In Christ we have that new self that is the real you and the real me. That new self that makes us children of the light. What about the darkness we once belonged to? What about the guilt, not a night of our guilt? Jesus took care of all that. That's why Paul brings out here, he died for, for us. Yes, Jesus died for you and for me. He nailed our guilt to the cross, shattering our darkness. He is the rising sun that drives away the night of our sin. He is our dawn, our daylight. Through faith in him, you are a child of light, dear Christian. And you stand ready, ready for judgment day. In Christ, you stand ready. Because in Christ, this is our defense as we stand before him. Say to the judge, yes, your honor, I once belonged to the darkness and so rightly deserved death and hell, but you rescued me. You gave me rebirth into your father's family. You brought me over from the darkness into the light. Because of you, dear Jesus, I am God's dear child, a child of the light, an heir of everlasting life, to live with you forever. Yes, with that defense, dear Christian, you stand ready, ready for judgment day. No matter how unexpectedly it might come, you stand ready For you stand in Christ Jesus. You stand as a child of light, reborn into God's family, carrying God's image, an heir of everlasting life. Stand ready for judgment day because of Jesus Christ. Through faith in him, you are a child of the light, a son or daughter of the day, children of God. And as you stand ready, also stand alert. For until that day comes, we live as children of the light. Until that day comes, we stand alert every day, armored with faith, love, and hope. Which brings us to the second part here. The apostle writes, You are all children of the light and children of the day. We do not belong to the night or to the darkness. So then, 
let us be awake and sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night. And those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, putting on faith and love as a breastplate and the hope of salvation as a helmet. Yes, dear brothers and sisters in Christ, stand alert every day. Don't go back to that darkness. You have been reborn as a child of the light. Live as that child of the day. There are so many things that want to dull our spiritual senses. It's not just alcohol that can make our soul drunk, but from inside of us, our own thoughts and feelings of anger, lust, greed, and envy are constantly trying to dull our minds and cloud our thinking so that rather than Christian self-control, we indulge our sinful appetites. And from outside of us, the world is at work trying to fill us with its empty promises and high-sounding reasoning because it wants us to stagger back into the darkness. But you, dear Christian, you are now a child of the light. Stand alert every day. And how do we do that? How do we stand alert so that the darkness does not overtake us? By putting on the breastplate of faith and love and by wearing the hope of salvation as our helmet. The breastplate covers the heart. And it is with our heart that we cling to God's promises. And that, dear friends, that is what faith is. Faith holds on to God's promises and how his promises strengthen us day after day to live as children of the light. God promises that in baptism you have been reborn into his family. He promises that through faith in Jesus, you are still his own dear child. You have that status, that status as a child of God, that wonderful, marvelous status that he calls you his son or his daughter. That is his promise in Christ Jesus. And now, stand alert, confident, that as God's dear child, you have received His Holy Spirit, the Spirit that strengthens us to refuse and say no to those sinful appetites that want to deaden our minds and souls. Stand alert, confident that the protecting hands of your Heavenly Father are much stronger than any of the threats of this world. For you, dear Christian, are a child of the light, armored with the breastplate of faith. Not even dark death can separate you from the love of your Father that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And this, this, from this faith comes love. For you see, faith grasps the greatness of the love of the Father that he gave his Son, sent him as the atoning sacrifice for all the sins of the world, including all of yours and mine. 
Because God first loved us. We love. So dear Christians, stand alert each and every day as you love God above all and love your neighbor as yourself. Such love does not seek our own selfish ambition, but such love flowing from faith seeks what is good for the other, just as Jesus described in the gospel today. Such love seeks the good of others, just as Jesus did what was good for you and for me. And together with this breastplate of faith and love, put on the hope of salvation as your helmet. The helmet, as you well know, goes on the head. And with that hope of salvation, our minds are not set on earthly things. Rather, our minds are set on things above where our Savior is, where Christ is seated at God's right hand. He is the author and completer of our salvation. Our minds are set on things above. For there we see Christ. And as children of light, there we see our true home, our heavenly home, And so our hopes and expectations are aimed there, not on the promises of this earth. Our hopes and expectations anticipate and long for that heavenly home, our true home, for you are a child of the light. And how this gives us motivation and reason every day to stand alert For heaven is our home, our salvation awaits us. On July 3rd, 1863, on Cemetery Ridge in Gettysburg, First Lieutenant Alonzo Cushing stood alert as Pickering's charge surged from the Confederate lines. He stood alert and firm, even though he was severely wounded in the shoulder and the abdomen. He stood alert and firm and would not fall back for medical treatment because he knew there were so few men left to hold that hill. He stood firm and alert until a bullet ended his life. And this past week, 151 years later, He received the Medal of Honor from President Obama. On his headstone are engraved the words, Faithful unto death. You and I, dear Christian, you and I have all the more reason to stand firm, no matter what hordes of Satan charge against us. Be faithful unto death. As you stand alert, armored with faith, love, and hope. Be faithful unto death, for in Christ you are ready for judgment day. And you will not have to wait 151 years to hear the judge say to you, Dear child of light, blessed by my Father, come. Take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. Amen. Please stand.
The peace of God that surpasses all understanding will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.